All right. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Monday, December 6th edition of the MMA OB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin. I'm joined by a host, as always, Mr. Big Marcel on this Monday afternoon. Marcel, man, how's it going? Yeah, everything's going well. How about you, man? Doing good, Marcel, man. Always looking forward to Mondays with you, man. It should be good. Um, so I'll mention this later on, too, but might as well mention it now. So podcast time is going to switch after today. This is the last one at 4 o'clock p.m. Eastern for now. Anyway, it's going to go to 5 p.m. Eastern. I know it's not like ideal, guys, but it's just the only time that really works. Like, I, me and Marcel, are, we're on different sides of the world right now, and we both have so much other things going on. It's, just, it's very difficult to coordinate it, but 5 o'clock doesn't work for us. So, Marcel, t- starting tomorrow, it'll be 5 p.m. Eastern, and then next week we'll go back to 5 too. Okay. So, that's the plan. Um, just getting that, getting that out there. All right. But we got a lot to talk about, man, because there's a lot of fights that happened uh, this past weekend, Marcel, UFC, Bellator. And I just want to talk about this news first. I know you're. I know you don't want to talk about it, obviously, because you don't like these guys. But this morning, uh, Tommy Fury pulled out of the fight with Jake Paul. Now Jake Paul's fighting Tyra Woodley again, and uh, Tyra Woodley obviously is in the UFC for you know a decade. So we got to talk about this fight, Marcel. I'll talk about it quickly, anyways. Um, I know you don't really care about Marcel or anything like that, but uh, you know, for Woodley, I think it's a. I think it's a good spot for him, honestly. You know, that's my honest thought, Marcel. I know he lost a few months ago, which I thought would happen, but. I, he has nothing to lose here, stepping on short notice. He wasn't supposed to have this fight. Now he's having a short notice, and Jake Paul's giving him a five hundred thousand dollars bonus if he knocks him out. Um, you know, Marcel, I just think if he's if he lets his hands go, I think he can win this fight. I really do. Uh, the first fight was super close, and so I thought I know you don't really care about it, Marcel, but I, I do want to get your thoughts on it because I obviously respect your opinion. Um, I think Tyrell Woodley can actually win this fight, guys. As crazy as it sounds, what do you think, man? I mean, dude, imagine Tyrone Woodley having two, having two losses against Jake Paul on this record. I mean, that so he has he has something to lose, in my opinion. I mean, I know what you mean with with, with money wise, maybe, and and the kind of short. No, I agree with you on that. But who wants to have two losses against Jake Paul on this on this record, man? I mean, uh, for a former UFC champion, uh, a well respected MMA fighter, in my opinion, whatever people are saying, Woodley is is still. Uh, has still accomplished a lot in MMA, in my opinion. You know, it, it hasn't gone his way the last two and a half years, probably. But I mean, um, he, he's still a very good fighter, in my opinion. Maybe not right now, but he was, and he was the best at a certain moment of time. You know, so uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like again, you know, it's, it's short, short notice for him, but I honestly think he can he can win it. Yeah, we can see, man. What's up, man? Oh, what's up, Tass? Um, I think he can win it, man. I can't, I can't talk when Marcel's talking. I can't, can't over talk him. Um, but I think he can win the fight, Marcel. You know, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk about uh, UFC Vegas Forty Four. Recap the card. Um, start with the main event, Marcel. Work our way down as always. So, Jose Aldo, man, once again, Marcel. You know, pulling it off again. Three straight wins now. Defeats Rob Font. Honestly, kind of made it look easy. Like Rob Font did outstrike him according to the stats, but we all saw the fight. Just because he outstruck him numbers wise doesn't mean he won the fight. Mm-hmm. Aldo had the better sh- shots; he landed the harder shots, and he also had a lot of control on the ground. Marcel, as you as you know too. So, over, I mean, I thought he fought a smart fight. I talked about it last week. I said if he uses his wrestling, it'd be the best way for him to win the fight. And he did it. It was smart. If he just get, stood and traded, I don't know how the fight would have went. But the fact that he took him to the ground, just a really, really smart, smart way to fight. Uh, Aldo, man, I mean. Marcel, once again, you know, this guy keeps pulling off these wins. And the crazy thing is, guys, like, he's not even, like, a big favorite in these fights. You know what I mean? He's been an underdog for the most part, which is insane. So you're getting good value on him if you're backing him because the last couple of fights, 
he was an underdog against Font. Munoz was a pick em. And against Vera, it was, he was a small favorite. So you're getting good value on Jose Aldo these days. Um, and he's looking really good, Marcel. What did you think of the fight, man? It was a, I thought it was a great fight. And I thought he looked amazing. But give me your thoughts. I'll get the comments in a sec, guys. But give me your thoughts, man. I think could have, maybe should have been fight of the night. It was a really good fight, I, agree. I think. Um, I don't think Font looked that bad. But Aldo, Aldo was just like... He, he had the better shots, like you said, you know, and uh, he had the more damaging shots. And, uh, man, how about, I mean, we were at a certain moment that we were like, Jose Aldo, maybe it's better for him to call it a day, you know, and now we are talking about him maybe getting fighting for a title again, you know, so it's crazy. And yep. uh, he looked good again, you know, and uh, he keeps surprising me. I'm actually happy for it because, you know, I'm an Aldo fan. I'm not going to die about it. So I'm, I'm really happy to see it. And... um yeah, for Rob Font, kind of sucks, you know. This was for him, uh, kind of. Uh, how do you say that? The chance, if he if he won this one, he was pretty much in for a title shot, pretty soon, as Aljo against Jan will happen, you know. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's just a great win for Aldo again, and uh, I, I'd love to see Aldo against Dillashaw. I wouldn't have a problem with it. He called him out after the fight that he won that fight, and I'm cool with that. You know, I think it's a good one. Yeah, it makes sense. Just because of timing, right? Because Sterling's not fighting anytime soon, I don't think. When he does come back, he'll be fighting Jan. I'm assuming that fight maybe in the spring, hopefully. Mm. But Aldo knows he's probably going to have to fight again. That's why he's like, all right, I'll, I'll fight again. He, I don't think he wants to wait another six to nine months to fight for the belt. Why would he, right? Yeah. Um, The Dolce fight will be difficult, but I do think it's a winnable fight for him. So that'd be a great fight, man. Um, I think it makes sense. And then for Font, I think Corey Sanhagen makes sense, obviously, right? Yeah. Like that makes so much sense. It'll be it's a great actually, fight to you. It's actually easy matchmaking to be I, I agree. I mean, there's why overthink it, right? We've got yeah. hype and maker. Talk about the action man. He really is a savage. Talk about him in a few minutes. Hey Tristan, what's up, man? Got rinsed. It's tough, Tristan. I mean, there's there's been cards like that for me too, man. I haven't had the best year myself. Um you know, it's it's been up and down. This card was actually not a bad one for me, to be honest with you. It wasn't too bad because like a lot of my action was in the prelims where I did well. The main card was some of these fights where I found were um the like the favorites were overvalued. I kind of stayed away, but um, you know, we'll bounce back this week, Tristan. You got UFC 269. You also got the next card next week. So two more UFC events. We'll bounce back, guys. All of us will. Um, so yeah, Marcel, I mean, great fight. And I, I do think it should have been fight of the night. You know, I'll say that too. Mm -hmm. I don't agree with that decision to give the other fight fight. We'll talk about that in a few minutes, but I just don't agree with that. Um, co-main event, Marcel, Raphael Fiziev defeats Private over your third round TKO. Like, the fight was honestly going exactly what I thought. I just thought it would go to the decision, and you knocked him out with that wheel kick, or he stopped him. I didn't even say he knocked him out. It was more like he rocked him, and it also looked like Brad was trying to call a timeout, Marcel. He was like this a little bit. You see it, Marcel? Like, yeah. It was kind of like when Chandler Brad, fought uh, Will Brooks, remember? And he's like, timeout, remember Brad, that? Brad was, Brad was like, we're in the sparring session, actually, again, you know? <laughs> yeah. You yeah, know I what agree. I mean? Like, yeah. it's, <laughs> but uh, it was a real fight this time. Bro, um, I, I agree. Like... So you thought Brad almost felt like he was in a sparring session? No, fight. no, no, no. I mean, because he was uh, fighting against Fiziev when that yeah. happened, he was like, okay, time out. We're in a sparring session. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're saying, yeah, you yeah. Know, yeah. What I mean. The other uh, one was uh, John McDessie who fought Cerrone. He called timeout because he broke his jaw. Yeah, I remember that one. You obviously can't call timeout in MMA. Anyways, it looked like he was trying to, but it was a good stoppage, I think, by Herb Dean. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Fiziev is a beast, man. I, I think we both picked him last week. The guy's a yeah. monster. Five straight wins now, Marcel. I like this matchup for him. Um, Riddell's a decent fighter for sure. He's good. But I think Fiziev's on the next level, man. Honestly, Marcel, I'll tell you right now, you know who's really underrated and who should be ranked in the top 15 right now? Bobby Green should be ranked in the top 15. And I think it's a damn shame this guy's not ranked. He is such a good fighter. 
And he proved that, you know, against Fiziev in that third round. If that fight was five rounds, he obviously would have won that fight. I mean, there's no doubt he would have won that fight. Um, they knocks out Iaquinta. He's not in the top 15, but, you know, Brad Riddell is because he beat Drew Dober. I mean, Brad Riddell's a good fighter, but I just feel like Bobby Green's done so much more in the UFC, Marcel. That's my honest opinion, guys. Tristan's talking about the uh, the card. Yeah, it was a great card. I thought it was one of the better cards of the year, to be honest with you, Marcel, um, for a fight night. Fiziev K, it was, it was, a, it was strange. Marcel was a good card, man. Like I really enjoyed this card. You did too, I did I'm too. Yeah, yeah it was a great card. It really the only, was. The only thing that sucked is that I had to watch it back the day after because uh, I fell asleep. I was gonna say, you pa can you pass out? Can you stop tweeting it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it started I was, so I was late. Kinda... I don't know why it started at 7 p.m. Eastern. That's pretty late. You like, know? What time did it start for you? At like midnight? Yeah, for me it was uh, prelims were 1 a.m. and the main card 4 a.m. So That's I a little was, too late. <laughs> yeah, I was at the main card. It's the same for next week. It was at the main yeah. card. It was kind of like this, like. The, you know, and I can't, if I haven't seen it 100%, I'm not going to tweet anything, you know what I mean? So it's like, I, I saw it, but also not completely, so I watched it back the day after. JFM thinks that Riddell would lose to Green. Maybe. I mean, I think it'd be a good fight, though. Um, I think Green really just deserves a top 15 guy at this point. Uh, let's go to the next fight. I mean, this one, you know, Marcel, I definitely thought it was a possibility, but I didn't expect it to happen so fast. Yeah, Jamal same. Hill... Knocking out Jimmy Crude in about 30 seconds. Dropped him twice, too, Marcel. That first flash knockdown was was freaky. And then he got up, and then he knocked him out for good. Uh, Jamal Hill is a damn good fighter, obviously. Great puncher. Big, big power. And that Paul Craig fight's kind of looking like a little bit of a fluke. I mean, just the way it, it, it finished. This guy looks like an absolute beast. I mean, this guy looks like a legitimate contender if he can keep his fights on the feet. Because Jimmy Crude, I mean, Jimmy Crude's a tough guy, man. I don't think he's ever been, like, destroyed like that before. He's been finished, but never like that. Um, man. Jamal Hill's the he's the he's the real deal, man. Sweet dreams. What do you think, Ben? Yeah, Jamal Hill with the Sarlon H A. Um, yeah, yeah. He, he looked. It's always so weird. I write his name so much now for articles, and it's like yeah. that. That the spelling of his name is definitely different. I'll tell yeah, you. Yeah, you're like you're like Jamal Hill, Jamal Hill, but it's Jamal Hill. <laughs> so uh, yeah, but what can you say? He looked good. It was 40 seconds, I think. The the fight the last 40 seconds. He knocked him out. Um, Perfect, perfect win for him, and he needed that one after uh, losing against Paul Craig last time. You know, yep. so it was a good win for him. I didn't expect it. I expected Crew to get it to the ground asap and uh, do some work there, but he didn't even get the time. You know, so uh, yeah, good yeah, win that was him. that's. I was thought he was gonna try to submit him, kind of like yeah. with Paul Craig. Well, Craig finished him with TKO, but still, mm -hmm. you know what I mean. Like I, that's what I thought, and he just didn't have the chance. He just got knocked out. <laughs> like, yeah. One cool thing is. What, I, I love what what uh, Hill did. So basically, what happened the last fight? Paul Craig and Jamal Hill. Uh, Paul Craig bought him all these beers, and they had the, that picture of Marcel. They had the yeah. you saw that, and Paul Craig yeah. got his black belt that night too. They gave him his black yeah. belt. And Jamal Hill was it was super, it was super cool. It was yeah. awesome. So now Jamal Hill's like, I'm buying Jimmy drinks tonight. I'm getting Jimmy drunk. He said that's the tradition now. So Paul Craig did it for him, mm -hmm. and now he's doing it for Jimmy. And whoever Jimmy beats next, Jimmy's gonna have to buy that guy beers. I yeah. love it. I I fucking love it. I love it, dude. I'm I'm not even a guy who drinks, but anymore. You know, when I was when I was in college, sure, but not now. Um, but I love it because it just shows the camaraderie between these guys, man. I think it's amazing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I really like Jamal Hill, dude. I think he's a great fighter, and he he can work the mic too, Marcel. He's good on the mic too, man. I'll be honest, I thought I thought he was gonna fight DC for a second. It seemed like he wanted <laughs> to, fight, to fight DC, man. <laughs> but I like the guy. He's good. Yeah, I like this call. It's you. Um, who, who would you give him next, Marcel? Because obviously, it's, you'll get a top 15 guy. So, what do you think? Um, how about does Ryan Span have a matchup? I don't, I don't think so. Does he? Let me check. I don't, I don't think he has. 
He would know more than me. I mean, if he does if he doesn't, then I mean, why would I know, right? So I don't think he does. He just got knocked out, or yeah, by uh, Smith, right? Finished. Yeah. That stop of this submission got dropped though. Um, that'd be a good fight, sure. So look at the rankings, light heavyweight or Johnny Walker. And Johnny's looking for a fight right now. That'd be actually no Marcel. I would like, I like that fight, and I feel like they can turn him around quick. They can get him back in the cage in like February, maybe. You know, but here's the problem right now, the guys that the UFC is running into. There's there's only two cards left this year. No one's going to be able to fight. If you get a COVID test, like uh, we didn't talk about Jeremiah Wells and, and Jake Matthews got pulled. I, and Azamat Mirzakhanov and Jared uh, Vendera got pulled. We lost two fights. Um, those guys aren't going to be booked until like March now. They, like yeah. uh, Farzian and McKinney got booked in February, I want to say. Yeah. Like there's no cards, Marcel. There's only two cards in January. I yeah. think there's three in February, but then it's like four a month after that. But there's no cards, guys. So these guys are in trouble. If you if you get your fight pulled, you're in, you're in big trouble now. You won't yeah. probably fight for another three months. The UFC can't just be like, we'll put you in two weeks because Marcel, they have 15 fights in these cards, and that's the max that they go to. They don't, oh, they don't gotta go more be, than 15. you got to be super lucky like Caio Borrello who got his fight pulled in, uh, next week, but he's fighting in January 15th. So Is he? Have they rebooked him? No, he, they, they booked him now. Uh, he, was, he was supposed to fight Stolzfus. Yeah. Stolzfus is now fighting Murashad because yeah. um, Magomedov is out. Yeah. And now Borralio is fighting. Um, damn it, I just posted it. Um, <laughs> I How do you know. forget? You just posted yeah, it. <laughs> I already forgot. Middleweight fight um, against. Damn it. Oh, against uh, uh, J- the train. What's the night train? Um, Gooden. No, the guy who. Uh, Pickett, Jamie Pickett. Oh, is he? Okay. All right. Well, he should win that fight, I would say. Jamie Pickett's not that good. Jamie Pickett's the Night Wolf, by the way. I think. Night Wolf, sorry. Night yeah, the Night Train is Jared Gooden, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you got to remember the nicknames, too, man. It's not just the name yeah. anymore. It's the nicknames. Um, yeah, no, he he he's good. So that's my thoughts on that one. Let me let me uh, pull this up here. Um, you, you know my what? nickname? Big? <laughs> no, no, no. That's not my nickname. What? what the, is Dutch, the Dutch Snorlax. Oh, my God. <laughs> the Pokemon guy that sleeps all the time? That's you? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Let me get these comments, guys. Uh, Kroot saying he wanted to stay with Hill. Pre- yeah, I was dumb by him. He shouldn't have did that. He'll look much more turned on. He looked – yeah, you know what? You might be right. Sometimes guys have to lose, man, to make that improvement. You're right. Great point. I mean, happens to me all the time in my personal life. I learned – myself, Marcel, I learn more from my – when I screw up, when then when I do something right, I'm sure you're the same way. I yeah, think all of us are, to be honest with you. So, yeah. Spam versus Jung and Hill versus Walker. Yeah, I like those fights a lot. Um, man, I really, uh, yeah, Jung is really good too, man. I mean, that that would be a good fight. But I think Hill and Walker makes a lot of sense, guys. Two in January, four in February. Okay, four in March. So yeah, January is just there's just nothing there. But yeah, you're right. February they can start booking guys. But I feel like there's a lot of guys booked already. Those cards look they're pretty booked up, Marcel. A lot of those cards now. Um, they have almost all the main events filled too. So UFC's they're, they're they got a lot of cards coming up, guys. But um, hopefully they start going to new places. Like apparently London, they're going to go to a March, which is nice to see again. And hopefully you can start traveling again. It'd be good. All right, let's go to the next fight. I want to get your guys' thoughts on this one because I mean, first of all, I didn't think the fight would play out this way. I thought Santos would win. It sure seemed like he was dominating the fight, and then man, he punched himself out. You know, we've seen this happen many times in MMA. Guy punched himself out. And Clay Guida has the best cardio probably in the division. So, you know, once I, Marcel, as soon as he didn't finish him, and the commentators are like, uh oh, his hands aren't going to go up there. His hands are too low. I knew he was done at that point. Like, it was pretty obvious. But not only did Clay Guida finish the fight, he submitted him. First guy to submit Leo Santos with a crazy comeback. I just don't know if really the fight should have even gone on that long. I, how many fights do we see where a guy gets stopped or the fight gets stopped? Like, 
when he got dropped with that knee, Marcel, that's that's a that's a time for the ref to step in. Um, obviously, turned a good decision by the ref, but you know, guys, like there's a lot of fights where you know people are like, oh, great stoppage, like Marcos Trujillo de Lima and Ben Rothwell a few weeks ago. I thought it was a little early, and that's what happens when you have an early stop. You don't get to see it play out, but at the same time, it just feels like different refs have different standards. And I guess Keith Peterson just gave Clay Guida way more rope than other refs, I think, would have. I don't know, Marcel. I felt like it could have been stopped, man. What do you think? I think it could have been stopped, yes, but because Clay Guida later went on to win it, nobody's really talking about it. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So everybody's like, yes, maybe it's a good, good thing. The thing is, um, it doesn't matter what happened after a certain thing. It ha- it's, you should make a decision I agree. To, to have to fight a safety, you know, at that moment. So, you know, I'm, I'm not really going to criticize here because I think... Um, yeah. The, because... He Guida won, you know, so we can still say like he was still there, you know, yep. obviously. But I wouldn't have a problem with if somebody stopped that fight, you know. But great, great comeback for Clay Guida, you it know. Was. And Santos, it, it pretty much made me kind of remembered me and that not in the way of punching up, but with Rodrigo, Rodolfo Vieira against uh, Anthony Hernandez. I felt the know? same way. To me, yeah. his, his body language, you know, his arms dropped and his body just completely like just yeah, like gassed out basically. Um, gave in on itself. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm I'm not like complaining about. It. I'm just saying like it just feels it, it just feels kind of unfair, guys. I'll just say that that some refs let guys go on for longer, and you know people are talking about Dominic Cruz and Cejudo. He should stop that fight really soon, but he let this I one go. Another on. one, Trevin Jones against Timur Valiev with you uh, your boy Chris Tyone. I mean, that's yeah. more so. That's the same same fight, honestly, very similar. You know, Dwight Grant, Daniel Rodriguez. Yeah, there's a lot of fights. Yeah, yeah. So it is what it is. I mean. It, I feel like it's borderline, honestly. I think, I think I would have stopped it, but I'm on the cage and keep yours is good, rough. But I'm just saying, like, just because Clavita came back and went doesn't mean it was a good non-stoppage. You know what I mean, Marcel? Like, you got to know what happened in that moment, not yeah. from what happened on from that. So I'm with you on that. But again, the fact he won by submission is insane to me. That is crazy. It is. It's his it first is. submission in 15 years, guys. And again, <laughs> it's the first Santos. <laughs> yeah, first guy to finish Santos. Very similar to uh, Fluffy and Vieira. Okay, so. Once again, our boy Action Man beats us again, Marcel, with our pick. <laughs> um, oh, sorry, I got this comment, Tristan. Let me get this one, Tristan. So I thought the ring looked awesome, but someone said that you can get it on like the UFC store for like a hundred bucks or something. So yeah, but I think that's a replicant. Dude. That's, what, we don't that's not the same it. ring. There's no way they're going to no. embarrass me to be like, oh, we all chipped in. He makes like a hundred thousand dollars a fight, guys. Like they're not going to give him a hundred dollar ring and be like, this is your. I mean, Marcel, like what were people talking? About? Like obviously they gave something decent. I'm just saying, also, like. Why- why would they embarrass the guy? What? Also, those UFC belts you can buy for three hundred fifty dollars on the UFC store. Is it the same one that? No, the no you're right. Greek, Greek. Oh. <laughs> contract expires. You need to fight it out. No, he has to fight it out because they're giving him fights. They're offering him fights, and what happens is the contract keeps extending until he takes a fight. They'll figure something out. I just think Nate's got to be smart because it's the last fight. If I'm Nate, I'm going to wait as long as I can and probably try to fight uh, Condor again for the third fight. I think that's what he should do. Just Cam's at such a guys. Everyone knows he's going to lose that fight. Why do we need to see that fight? We don't want to see that fight. Dana White's the only person that wants to really see this fight. What's the what's the benefit? Kamzak can fight someone in the top 10 instead. Why does he need to fight unranked Nate Diaz, who he's going to lay on top of? Maybe he finishes Nate. Maybe not. I don't know. Man, maybe 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 Nate's the guy that he's durability. Maybe it's the same thing that happens here, Marcel. Clay Guida and Leo Santos. Maybe that's what happens against Kamzak. You just, you know, the gas tank of Kamzak. We really don't know. Maybe that's what happens, but can't see it, man. I mean, yeah. Daniel says, uh, yeah, it was a shocker. Clay called him Nate Diaz. We just talked about him. I, he's not getting that fight. I know he beat him, obviously, at UC 94. 
GSP and BJ Penn, but that's so long ago, guys. Like, and also, I don't even know if he should have won that fight. It was one of those like weird clay Guida split decisions. Guida Dawson would be a good fight. I agree, that'd be a fun one. All right. Um, but yeah, it's all about Brandon Allen, Chris Curtis. So I don't know why I picked against this guy. He's six and zero now in the UFC. He's amazing. Great in the mic. Six and zero. Sorry, he's six and zero in twenty twenty one. Two and zero in the UFC. Excuse me. I love this guy. <laughs> I, even though he's beaten me twice, I love this guy, Marcel. Like he's just such a great fighter, man. And we've we've known that for years. I just yeah. didn't know. I didn't know if he'd do it, be able to do this at, at middleweight in the UFC. At yeah, this, exactly. At age thirty four. He's not going back down to welterweight, guys. You already said that he's staying at middleweight. Why wouldn't? Why would he, Marcel? Why would he move, make, go back down and kill himself to make the weight cut? Here's the other thing: if you could, if you look at middleweight and welterweight, there's way more grapplers at welterweight. At the middleweight top fifteen, there's a lot of strikers, Marcel. It's not a bad division for him, you know. I don't know if he's gonna. I'm not saying this guy's gonna break in the rankings, but I mean, you just beat Brendan Allen. Who was he ranked for fifteen? Was he, or was he just outside of it? Allen is outside. Allen hasn't been ranked. Fair enough, but he's probably like what? Isn't when he's he close? He was close. Yeah. Didn't he beat Kevin Holland? Am I wrong? Or uh, yeah, I think two years ago now. I think wasn't Boston. Yeah, Holland's like number twelve, and and this guy's not, but he's got a uh, five and two record. You'll see him, and he's five and one coming in this fight. Like to me, and I like Holland a lot, but this guy finished him. And anyways, um, it's a big win for 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 Chris Curtis, man. You know, I know Brian Allen's not like an old like a really experienced, sorry, sorry. I know he's not like really established in the UFC yet, but he's very experienced. Mm -hmm. um, this is a guy with over 20 fights. Like he's a good fighter. And we all thought that he was going to win this fight. Man, I'm just blown away by Chris Curtis, man. I just love what this guy's about, man. Um, what do you think's next for him though? Honestly, like his, he wants to fight next week. He said, he's like, I want to keep fighting as much as I can. I think he's going to be one of these guys that UFC puts him in a short of his fights. Cause he, he wants to make a lot of money. He's old, man. He's, Marcel, he's, he's came to the UFC age 34. He's got to make money now. What are you going to say? I was going to say maybe you give him Brad Tavares, but he's both our extreme couture, I think. So yeah, I, I don't think we'll do that. Gonna friends. Um, yeah, uh, maybe Atman. I was going to say, I mean, Edmund really shouldn't be ranked anymore, guys. This, why is he ranked? He doesn't deserve it at all. He should not be ranked number 15 at all. I mean, it's it's. it's I, I, I would pick I would pick Chris Curtis against Edmund. I think the fun, you know fighter. that. I see yeah, the comment. Sure. Born again. Again. This is yeah. the other fight I like too. Imavov. The I like funny that. thing is, that fight was booked for the RSFC 2 card in Brussels, which was supposed to happen uh, last year, but got cancelled due to COVID. So that fight was actually booked. Chris Curtis like and Imavov? That was yeah. the fight? I, I think it's a good fight. I mean, it makes sense to me. I mean, Imavov's 12, so he's a little bit higher than maybe Chris. Just, but Chris deserves it. He, he really does, you know? Guys look amazing. I just, I just, I love everything about him, man. <laughs> all the this is hilarious. Adam Shavis had to look by all the yeah yeah. Here's my uh, you know it's just it's just really easy. I just went like this. Like it's so I did it my I do it myself now. Honestly, like I just save money and do it myself. You know what I mean, Marcel? I'm like I do the same thing. Man. Yeah, I'm like at this point, like I, I'm a dad. I don't really I'm not trying to go to the to the clubs and impress any like you know you know mm -hmm. some some attractive. Way. I already got got a woman here, so I don't need to do it. I just I just cut it myself. Save twenty bucks every time I do it. So. Yeah, for sure, man. For sure. <laughs> there you go, Daniel. Um. Edmund returned the fear to Allen. Yeah, yeah, that's that's funny. You know, that would actually that fight makes sense too. Edmund and Allen also kind of makes sense, even though Allen mm -hmm. lost. But I just think Chris deserves a top fifteen guy after what he's done. Uh, I only bet Curtis and Allen not to go the distance. Realize Allen's grappling a slip because he's falling over the sands. It's true. I, I, bro, I thought he was gonna. I thought he was gonna grapple like the end of the first round. By the way, he lost the first round according to the judges. Eh, Allen, um, mm -hmm. he lost the first round and then obviously yeah. lost the second too. So. Cursory ranked, I agree. But you know what I like about Chris? I just think his boxing's really good. Like, 
Marcel, his, his hands are fast. And he, he, he lands to the body. Even that first round, even when Allen's landing, I'm like, man, Chris is landing good counters and everything. Prey and Curtis. But Michelle's at 170. Chris isn't moving down, man. He's staying at 185. Even said yeah, it, so. Michelle is matched up with Solikov. Yeah, Who's the Michelle fighter? Solikov, I think. Yeah, so that's a fun fight. But yeah, he's not moving down, uh, I don't think. Anyways, that's what he said. So, Last fight in the main card. Alex Burrow defeats Mickey Gall. Honestly, Marcel, <laughs> this, this card was amazing. This is probably one of the like worst fights on the card. Like, it wasn't even a bad fight, but it just wasn't like memorable, you know? Mm-hmm. He did drop Gall in the first round, Morono, but overall, he just need, he did what he needed to do with the jab, basically, and just outstruck him. Uh, Morono's a really underrated guy. 10-4-1 in the UFC number or so. Oh, sorry. Alex Perea. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that was that went both of over both of our heads. So let's yeah. <laughs> so I got I got a uh, got Marcel here. Um, that also went over his head. I think that's a good fight, man, for sure. That would be, and you know what? Actually, I feel like that's kind of the fight the UFC would do too, because it is two strikers. So, and there's if whoever wins gets a huge push. I think it does kind of make sense, but they're both. I think they're both 34, but mm. maybe they do on separate paths. I'm not sure, but they're not really prospects. You know, what I mean, they're 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 veterans contenders now. So, anyways, Morono and Gall. I mean, it, like I said, Marcel wasn't the most memorable fight, but Morono didn't need to do. But for me, the one thing I loved about this fight was after the fight. I love what Alex Moro said. He had his dad in the crowd. He said when he was a kid, him and his dad used to watch UFC. They used to watch MMA. And his dad told him, hey, they're going to need more fighters one day. Mm-hmm. And they gave him an idea. Hey, maybe this could be my career. I I loved hearing that, man. I absolutely loved hearing it because I'm not a fighter, Marcel, but the same thing happened with me, but with writing. And, you know, I used to watch with my dad and I just thought to myself, there's an opportunity with this sport where I could do this sport. And, you know, because I'm Canadian, most people – in my situation would cover hockey or something or baseball. I love those sports too, but MMA is my baby. Right. Mm-hmm. So it was like, it was an opportunity for me and son. We wouldn't have this opportunity without this amazing sport. So um, I just loved hearing it, man. To me, it was just like, it was a very like raw moment. And I loved hearing it because it showed like what other people were thinking. That's how you're going to get new fighters in the sport. People are going to watch with their parents growing up and you know, who knows, man, maybe my daughter will one day and she'll watch with me and be like, Hey, I want to be a fighter dad. I don't want her to, but hey, man, I'll support. <laughs> I'll support whatever she wants to do in her life. You know, what I mean? I'm just saying, Marcel. Like, you never know who the next person, like the next person born, is going to be. Like, a great UFC fighter. So, I just love that story, guys. And I agree completely. Born again, Muniz today. I was looking at that fight today. Obviously, we'll talk about tomorrow. Great fight. Um, Muniz has looked amazing, and Anders looked pretty good too. So, good fight. All right, let's go to the prelims. Uh, Dushko Todorovic uh, defeats Maki Patola. Marcel, I didn't expect the fight to play like this. I thought Patola had a good chance to win, honestly, and. I think he'll be a cut now. I think he's one in four or one in five in the UFC now. He's just not great. And uh, mm-hmm. what's his record? One, two, three, four, four okay. five. One in five. Is it one in five? One in five, I think, yeah. That's terrible, guys. I don't know why I like this guy so much. I just, ever since that Justin Sumter fight, yeah, he's one in five. That's that's bad. I mean, yeah, he's, he's going to get cut. Um, it's that Justin Sumter fight after that. I did make some money when he fought Charles Bird. But that's the only time I made money in this guy. Uh, I'm never putting money on this guy again. That's for sure. And he was one of the, the dogs I liked. First, this he was but, losing that first round as well against Charles Bird. But yeah, the, yeah. So and he lost to Callum Potter man, a few years ago. That was bad. Yeah, that guy's not good. So you think he gets cut? I think he's probably already been cut. I'm assuming he's already been given his pink slip. <laughs> what do you think? I would think so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I was honestly surprised he, he got he got a six fight. Maybe two contracts. Yeah, maybe it had to be. Uh, uh, sorry, maybe it's because the Julian Marquez fight. He was very close. Yeah, him. that's why I thought too, because he looked you good know? in that fight, obviously, until the the stoppage. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, yeah, I picked Dusko here yep, because I thought pick. he had more upside. But yeah. I mean, wasn't also sure because I think Dusko uh, also hasn't performed yet really good in the UFC. One one against Daquan Townsend, I think. Um, but finally, he finished a fight in the right way. You know, I still think he didn't look great in the beginning, but uh, yeah. at least he took over, he got the ground and pound, and uh, some good punches, and he finished it. So yeah, good for him, and it was a much needed win for him as well. So yeah, yeah, Dusko. I, I liked him off contender series, but the first call fights in the UFC, just, I didn't like the striking. I still don't like the striking defense, but if he fights a guy that Patola has a hole in the grapple, he'll win, you know? Because mm-hmm. he gets you on the ground, he can get on top and just bang you out. By the way, he really does, doesn't he look like Stefan Struve? To me, he does. What do you think? I think he does, man. I, this could be a son. <laughs> yeah. I had money with Patola too. Yeah, I mean, it was one of those. I put a unit on him. It is what it is. Can't teach better fight IQ. Yep. Yeah, so basically with Impa is you're right. Technically, yeah. he was not resigned, but he it's it's a release, man, because he wanted to come back. He wanted to fight the UFC. They yeah. they they didn't want him back. You you can see his statements that he wants to come back. I honestly hate it, man. It's for me. It's I think like, it's a bad uh, not non-resigning or whatever yeah. you want to call it. Technically, you're right, JF, and it is a non-resigning. I hate it. I think this guy's good. I. I yeah. I don't like him. Why do they? Why, Mars? Why not give him it's another contract? It's like, for me the same as with Kamaka. You know, both guys. I feel the same way. That's exactly what I thought because he's another guy that his contract ended with the four fights. He was like, "I want to fight again." They're like, "Nope." So to me, that's that's not really like a non-resign. That's almost like you're cutting him in a way too. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because you're basically like, "We don't want you anymore." Even though these yeah. guys are helping the UFC out, taking short notice fights at different weight classes too, with input, yeah. Marcel. Are you are you don't gonna tell me that they earn so much because they have to cut them because they. They, they, they was making too, 12 and 12. That's yeah, what, that's what I mean. Was. So that's absolutely ridiculous, you know. So I agree there are, this there are guys to me. Patolo's are, still in the roster. Like there are guys who are less deserving who have earned much more on the UFC roster who um, still it, are there. Is that boy Sasha Planikov still on the roster or has, has he been released? You I know? think he is still. Yeah. He's still but he lost to Impa, which is crazy. What's his record? One and two, I want to say in the UFC. He's so. right he lost to Ramiz. One and two, yeah. He cost him and he's lost twice. So he'll get he'll probably get his fourth fight, which is crazy. He'll he'll end up being in the UFC longer than Impa, which is kind of crazy to me, you know. But I don't think Dana White ever liked Impa because I was looking back at some of the comments he made from his first contender series fight where he should have been signed in the first place. He's like, Oh, he's too raw. Comes back the next year, Dana's still like, I'm not sold in this guy. He didn't. I don't. Did he even sign him? I think he just got, gave him a short notice he, fight, he, right? Yeah, he said um, if he takes a short notice fight next week, then he will get the contract, and he took it against Pitolo. Stolen one, right? And, and yeah. He, yeah. So I don't know. I I I think Impa's got potential, man. I'm. I don't like this non-resigning. I just like Kamaka. Um, if I'm this guy, I would try to get in PFL if he, if there's a possibility to get in the PFL next year, but. He probably ends up back at, at Bellator unless he's like set on coming back to UFC. And he's like, I'll go back to LFA and work my way back up. But mm-hmm. I do think the guy's pretty good, Marcel. I've, I always like the guy. I don't know. I like input. I just like his attitude. Um, and I think that you know he had some hard fights at UFC, man. I mean, losing to Buckley and Carlson Harris, there's no shame in those losses, Marcel. Those are good fighters. Anyways, go to the next fight here. Um, Manel Cape defeats uh, Jalgis Jean- Jamagulov. Who uh, apparently he's got two wives. <laughs> I saw this article today. I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> Six children with two wives. Anyways, that's not my business. Uh, surprised there was an article about that. But uh, yeah, so you got Jonglish Lumagulov. He didn't get his win bonus. So one of his wives is going to be super pissed, Marcel, because he only got the one check. He didn't get two of them. <laughs> Anyways, Manel Cape looked amazing again. And I loved him in this fight. I just really like this guy. The combination he put together. How did he not get $50,000? Unbelievable, man. Marcel, I can't hear you. Your, your mic's off. So now, yeah, 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you tell me. I don't know. I think it was definitely he should get the fifty k. What else do you have to do? What else you, can you, you do? Saw, you saw that flurry, that beautiful combinations he landing oh, on Sawgrass. I mean, why do you don't get fifty k for that? Because he was at the prelims. I don't know. I I like my. I know the last fight he missed weight. He didn't. Yeah, it, honestly, but For this one, man, I I I, I assumed he was going to get a bonus after that. Louis finished the fight. That's that's my thought. Yeah. Pops to Shakas. That's ever them making these things. That's pretty funny, guys. Um, Dana said, uh, brags about not firing UFC staff and during Padabo. Fails to mention harsh cuts at Lee. Yeah, we did, uh, did we even talk about Kevin Lee getting cut? Man, definitely a surprise. And apparently, Bellator has no interest in Kevin Lee. So, Triller seems like the likely spot, guys, or less PFL wants him, which I think makes sense too. Dust goals to just complete. Yeah, I've noticed this as well, um, JFM. There's a lot of guys coming off the four fight deals now. I want. I don't think he gave Dusko another contract already because he did lose the last fight. But maybe they'll they'll bring him back. Um, and I think you want to stay in the UFC too. Had over one point five. That was their heat in the fights. So they just banged it out. Yeah, they sure did, man. Uh, I thought Jong was still good for the, the first two minutes, but yeah, we're gonna talk about that in a few minutes, JFM. I can't wait to talk about that one. I thought this fight could have been fighter than I too. This was a really good fight. Brian Barberine defeats Darian Weeks. So this this that we talked about this last week, Marcel. Um, you know, Darren Weeks came out of short nose. You broke this fight. I told you guys, like, wasn't sure, but was leaning towards Barbary. Honestly, that's exactly how the fight played out. It was a close fight that Brian, just the veteran experience and the better cardio and conditioning because he had a full camp. I think that's the difference in the fight. And he won the third round. What'd you think? It was a good fight. What'd you think? This fight could have been 29, 28 weeks or 30, 27 Barbarina. I think yeah, only it was the third round was clear for Barbarina, only the third round, but the first and second, super close, man. And um, it, it was a very competitive fight. And I think, um, man, uh, weeks, I think with a full camp, maybe you could have done better. You know what I mean? But Barbarina, like you say, he etched it out. He's a veteran. You know, he showed that in the third round. And just like his last fight, and it was too late for that in his last fight because he got knocked down a few times in the first two, and he lost the first two rounds. But uh, in, the third, in this last fight against Jason Witt, he also came back, you know, and he did very well, and he won that fight. I think even on one judge's scorecard, he won a 10-8. Yeah. So in this time, he just won the third round, and uh, that secured the win for him. So, yeah, and, and still props to Barbarina as well man he went to uh, vegas without knowing he, who he got it as an opponent yeah. and uh, he called out matt brown again to uh rebook the fight and i'm all for it you know he basically said he'll fight anyone the ufc gives him. he doesn't care because yeah. he thinks everyone in the ufc's tough which they are which they are by the way just your thoughts on this manel cape was asked he's like who do you think who do you want to fight next he goes i don't need to call him out. they're going to call me out the guy's not even ranked mm-hmm. that is a waste of an opportunity guys no one's he's calling gonna be ranked. he's going to be but who would why would you call this guy out he's going to be ranked 15 and he's super dangerous I wouldn't call him out. Would you? No, no, I don't think it. Like if, if you go ahead. I'm personally also not really from the callouts. You know, I I, I always feel like uh, always if if DC is in the cage, he always tries to lure something people in with. Who are you gonna call out? He's really like stirring the pot. I'm really not yeah. that kind of person, you know. But um, I, I understand. Mean, I mean, but from from his side, saying like they're gonna call me out. I don't think so, dude. I don't I'm think really so either. Not. That's what I'm saying. That that's the part that to me I just don't agree with. Because again. He's not ranked right now. Jonkus was ranked at number. He actually he wasn't ranked either. Neither guy no. was ranked. I'm not. Is he going to get ranked? I guess Tyson Am will follow. He'll take yeah, the spot. Yeah, that's probably. what I think. Yeah. To me, it's like you know, like you should have called out a guy like what you call it. I guess he kind of called out Nicolau, kind of, but not really. I think David Dvorak. You should have called him out or Tim Elliott or something. You know what I mean? Like someone like that. Even like uh, Alex Perez, he could have been like, Yo, Alex Perez, you're fighting this weekend. If you win, I want to fight you. You know what I mean? Alex Perez would say yes. Probably. I like Alex Perez. I'm talking about that fight tomorrow. When the media outlet reports certain fights booked for your card, the OC hasn't made official. What does it mean? 
just means that they haven't made it official, but it's been booked. Um, <laughs> basically, like, yeah, explain. You explain to him, Marcel, because you you would probably know more about this. Thing. Um, you play fights all the time. Explain. <laughs> well, the patty, you can use the Patty Pimbo situation as an example if you want. <laughs> yeah, sometimes UFC is slacking. You know, uh, sometimes you know, it, it depends. You no, know, man, you know the, the Dvorak. You say Dvorak posted that, but. I confirm with Sumodarity side that he's still injured and can't fight in February. So uh Dvorak posted he's fighting Sumodarity in oh. February. That's not happening. So yeah, that's why fight. nobody else has reported about it, you know. <laughs> that's the real reason. It'll be a so, good yeah. fight. Makes sense. Um, but yeah, you know, um it just sometimes you get the information and UFC UFC gives them the contracts, but sometimes the fighters, you know, they'll tell they'll tell a media guy, like I, they'll tell I, before I, that you know they give an answer to the UFC. I sometimes. mean you saw, like, when was that? I think it was Friday. Like, Molly McCann posted on, on Twitter and on Instagram, like, I have a fight booked for March 18th. That's London card. And then a few hours later, Luana Carolina posted a picture from her with her contract, like, fight book. And you see here, Molly McCann, March 18th. So that fight is done, you know? Oh, that fight's done? After, that fight's yeah, done? So everybody, okay. Yeah, so everybody posting that, you know? And then Luana Carolina takes a picture of her Instagram and then posted it with the blurred contract. It's like everybody saw it already. So much. That's <laughs> funny. UFC might not have signed with a place from the car confirmed. They want to officially not. Yeah, that's kind of what they do. UFC is just kind of slow. Like there's sometimes where the, the Tom Feely guy will get it from the TV listings before the UFC's yeah. announced it, Marcel, which is crazy to me, you know, like a week you know, before the fight. It, it kind of really bothers me with the. With oh, the, William with Knight and Menefield. That was the fight. Yeah. 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 With, with the with the COVID thing now, the UFC they yeah. pretty much only announce it like unless it's not a non-American. If it's like a Chinese fighter or Australian fighter, do it uh, via the social media from Australia and China. But if it's an American fighter, it's like William Knight, Alonzo Manifield. It's a perfect example, you know. They don't announce it until two weeks before the fight. Those yeah. fighters aren't allowed normally to tell the media or to tell anybody else they have a fight. The UFC wants to announce it, so they can barely make any. Uh, how do you say that advertisement about it? They can't promote themselves. They only can say, I have a fight, can't say against who, can't say when. It's just stupid, you know? So yeah. many fighters, many managers are leaking through the media or even the UFC leaks to other media members. You know they, who they really like, you know? And they give it. They don't leak through me. Don't be worried. No, they give it to, to, they give to Brad Okamoto. Yeah, obviously. for example, the ESPN guy, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty, pretty much what's happening, you know? And... um yeah, I'm not really for it. I think fighters should be able to promote their own fight, you know, even when it's like two months away. That, that's what I think. But hey, where am I? I agree. All right, let's go to the next fight here. So the fight of the night between Cheyenne Vlispus and Mallory Martin. Come on, this was not fight of the night. I can't believe this one fight of the night. I And a lot of people were like, oh, they're giving the, the prelim fighters bonuses. Um, Okay, but why not give it to Vince fucking Morales who knocked out Louis Smoker for the first time in his career or Claudio Paulson at Nibar, or Manel Capo at a crazy combination. Yeah. Why give it to this fight? This mm -hmm. was not fight of the night at all. Um, I'm all for you know equality, giving the women bonuses. That's great, but they didn't deserve it. This fight was an average fight. There was nothing special about this fight. What did you think? Yeah, it was uh, early Christmas with Cheyenne Westmus. She got a 50K bonus, you know, So uh, and also for Mallory Martin. It wasn't a bad fight, you know. I think it was it was okay, but it's not fight of the night material, man. I don't know why she got it or they got it. Um, yeah, I went for I, – I think Cheyenne Westmus won the fight. I think she won at least two rounds, maybe even three. So, um, yeah, good win for her. What else can we say about it? I, I don't think it was anything special, to be really honest, but – yeah, well, what can I say about it? You know, 
Cheyenne, she's definitely marketable. I mean, obviously, the UFC loves her, man. There's no doubt about it. She just didn't deserve a bonus for this fight. The last fight, yes, but not this one. Mm -hmm. You can't tell me this is fight of the night. What was good about this fight? It was an okay fight. It was just two girls, yeah. you know, slugging it out. But it wasn't. I've seen better fights, you know, all the time. I, I just, I don't. I'm, I'm. I was. I actually went to bed and I woke up and saw the bonus. I was. I was shocked because I assumed Font and Alder won it. I assumed Marcel. You know what I mean? So that was my thoughts. And if not Fizyev against Riddell, maybe. Yeah, that was a good fight too. Marcel gave me behind the scenes looks. Uh, Romanov has been officially announced. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that was another one. one another that's example, a fun right? one, actually. Let me talk about that one if you, if sure. you allow me. So um, I got told that Romanov had a fight, and I knew it was Espino. So um, I talked to Espino sometimes. So I was like, "Dude, are you fighting uh, Romanov?" And he's like, "No, man. How do you? How, why do you think?" I was like, because I got the sources, man. I just need you to say yes. He's like, no, I can't say anything. I was like, okay, cool. Now we yeah. are three three weeks away from the fight, you know? I was like, dude, are you fighting Romanov or not? He's like, I can't say anything, man. I got in trouble if the UFC knows I said anything. So that's pretty much for me. It's like, yes, you're fighting Romanov. So I didn't post anything. And then the TV listings come out with Tom Feely. And Tom Feely is like, it's on the TV list. It's like, yeah, of course it's, it is, you know? So then I, I think I posted it with citing the TV listings. And then he posted it as well, like, yeah, I'm fighting Romanov. So, um, yeah, it, it was on for a long time, I think. But, uh, you know, <clears throat> so just... They're just afraid that the UFC gonna find them or whatever, you know. So with Cheyenne, like that's her third fight in her deal, so she has one more fight left. I think they're gonna give her a new contract, I would assume, for for a raise. And yeah. I think they'll give her a top fifteen opponent now, Marcel, because I think she's probably ready for someone like at the bottom of the rankings. Um at one fifteen, I would guess. Let me take a look who's who's there. They're gonna um, give her maybe Macy Barber. Brianna or she's oh, at oh, uh, Strawway, right? Sorry. Yeah, uh, Brianna Von Buren at one, number fourteen. I think that would be a good fight. Or fifteen, Jessica Penning. Any of those fights really make sense just to get her in the top fifteen. Um, mm -hmm. you no, know, the only thing I'll say is like you know her and JP getting separated or whatever's happening between them. That you're, she's right. You know that's that's between them. But she changed her name, and I feel like it is a fair question to ask her what happened. You know, I mm -hmm. do feel it's because she changed her name. So and she took all the pictures down. So it's like it's not fair for her to be, to do all that stuff and then to be like, I'm not talking about it. You know, Marcel, like she can she just make some sort of comment and be like, you know, I I know what you know, she just been she's kind of been hinting towards personal issues, but it's just a lot of fans are wondering. If you just look at her comment, no. look at look at her Instagram, guys. Everyone asks her every no. single day now what's going it's on with it's just kind of weird, you know, because she really doesn't want to talk about it at all, you know. And you see, JP are still fully supporting her the whole damn time on Instagram. Well, you know, JP's which... tweet the other day really concerned yeah. me, Marcel. Um, so he pulled this tweet up. JP Bay's on uh, Saturday. It was actually, I think, right after she fought. Yeah. I don't even see it. Where is he even on Twitter? Did he get rid of his Twitter? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Wrestling, wrestling, wrestling underscore JP. JP. Sorry. Yeah, that's what it is. So he said he deleted it. He deleted it, Marcel. Okay. So he had a tweet saying, like, this is the worst day in my life or something. He said something like that, guys. It was so weird. It was a really, like, scary tweet a little bit. Yeah, I, I just wish, I wish the best for them, honestly. It's it's hard, I reached, man. Out, I reached out to him. I, I, I was going to ask you to, Marcel. I was going to be like, yeah, yeah I would see what happened. Did he, he respond or? I just say, like, uh, dude, um, just being encouraging, you know, just uh, stay positive and all. I say, it's none of my business, whatever is yeah. happening, but uh, much love from my side and, uh, yeah, just ju just uh, take care, man. And he's like, uh, thank you so much, man. So, yeah, that was it pretty much. Yeah, like I said, I just think fans are going to be nosy and so is the media. If you change your name, you're going to wonder what happened. Like, I just don't – I don't think it's – I think it's a little unfair for it to be like, it's none of your business and stuff when you change but your name. Are, also really disrespectful to GP, man, under certain tweets. I was like, dude, what the hell, you know? Um, 
Yeah. Which would it be fun to you if you're? I, I don't know what happened. For, for I don't Neither. know what happened. So I just so I just I say, for example, if your girlfriend breaks up with you or something, do you would you like other people who have no uh, nothing to do with it at all gonna talk shit to you? It's just stupid, man. I, I, I don't understand that. You know, I really it's don't. tough, dude. Relationships are hard, guys. I mean, I, I've been in one for a few a few years now. It's difficult, you know. I know they were together. I think only a couple of years. It's hard, you know. Especially as a professional fighter. Harder yeah. Marcel. I said girlfriend, I mean wife. Yeah, yeah. You know, Marcel, I just think, like, I just think two fighters, it, it, it must be hard, you know? That's what I would mm -hmm. say. I think it's good that you're, like, you're supporting each other because you know weight, weight cutting and stuff and training's like, but I also imagine it'd be difficult, Marcel, you know? I was talking a few months ago about how proud they were being the – I know, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, guys. It's weird how in April or whatever it was when mm -hmm. we were, like, first couple in UFC history, that's all we talked about. Seven months later, now we're not allowed to talk about they were being they were married before. Like I don't I understand it. I think she also unfollowed JP or even blocked him one or the two. So I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Because you saw, awesome. you saw at a certain moment, like uh, when JP uh, was uh, supporting more of the people on the card, and he tagged yeah. in his Instagram story, and she was like, her name was tagged, but she wasn't tagged. You know what I mean? So, so she can't. She doesn't allow tags from him. Anymore. Yeah. Anyway, it's none of our business. It's just again, you know, when you change your name, I just think it's it's. I just feel like it was. I don't People know. Ask questions. Yeah, even, exactly. Even media members, you know, yeah. media members going to ask questions. It's, it's 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 an honest question, you know, and that's why I always always say to women who are fighting, don't change your name to your man's name, you know, when you're marrying. And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way, but I mean, what happens now if Joanne Calderwood won't be anymore with John Wood? It will be Joanne Calderwood again. We saw it with uh, Beck Rawlings, who was, I think, Beck Hyatt at a certain yep. moment. Um, we, we saw it with so many others, you know, and it's just uh, just for your, for your own sake, you know, because people are going to ask questions about it. You know, yep. it's happening, you know, so, um, yeah. It's just how I think about it, you know. But hey, who am I again? Do I what agree. you want to do. But we're, uh, yeah. yeah, we're just, we're just, we're just, we're having a discussion. I think it's a good discussion to have. Anyways, let's go to the next fight here. Or sorry, let me talk about this one. Uh, instead of article talking about she was both the dude. I wrote the article. Yeah, <laughs> I wrote it because uh, she she had just fought Glory to Paula, I believe, yeah. and uh, or no, sorry, sorry, JP Bay's got uh, lost to Montel Jackson. People were telling her to divorce them. I, the article's still up by BJ Penn. There. I'm not with BJ anymore, obviously. But but seriously, like, who does that? She, yeah, so she's like, leave me alone. Like, don't like, you trolls go away. Stop telling me to divorce my husband. And then a few months later, man, it's 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 crazy. It's so crazy, man. Like, by, by the way, divorces take a while because I know someone close to me going through it now. You have to be separated for like a year. That's what's going on, I think, right now. Anyways, but, anything else you want to say? Or we can move yeah, on. but who, who does that? Who says you're going for something? I, I went to a few uh, of those uh, jealous people. Who, people are jealous, I, I, man. I blocked them all on Instagram. Those they're idiots, just jealous you know? weirdos, man. Them. It's like, why are you worried about other people's relationships? Like, as far as like you know, being jealous. Like, you're a teenager. You see a, a guy with a hot girlfriend. You're like, man, that guy's lucky. You know. But when you're an yeah. adult, when you're an adult. You just go and find someone yourself. What are you doing? Listen, man, I would still say the guy is lucky, but I wouldn't be jealous about it. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, exactly. These guys are jealous. They're, they're actually, I think a lot of people are happy this has happened to the guy, which is just it's sad. just stupid. All right, let's go to the next fight, Manfield Knight. I mean, honestly, not a great fight. What do you think? Who do you think? Why not? Here's the thing, guys. It comes down to the third round. Here's the thing. Number one criteria of judging is effective striking. I just feel like neither guy was effective. So for me, it was effective striking. That is effective grappling, which neither guy was really effective. Then it's aggression and octagon control. And I felt like Menefield, because he was just shoving the guy against the fence, that was enough for him to get the nod. Like, it was such a bad third round. The first two rounds were okay, but the third round was just, ugh. 
So I thought Medifield won. I'm not, I don't think it's a robbery per se, but I thought Medifield won. And the media, Marcel, 100% of the media had Medifield winning. But still, yeah. all these people were like, no, you don't know how to score a fight. You, don't, you guys don't know how to score fights. Knight had more significant strikes in the third round. Guys, he didn't do anything like 30 seconds left to land it. He didn't even land anything. <laughs> I don't get it. Like, to me, it's like two guys did nothing, but one guy at least had the, the control. For me, it actually went down to that criteria because neither guy had effective striking. Neither guy really had effective grappling. Neither guy was aggressive. So it went down to that last criteria of control. Marcel. Yeah. That's what I thought. What did you think? Man, fucking hell. I mean, people are just sometimes some idiots, you know? We are. We are not scoring because we liked the cage uh, control or whatever, but it was the only thing that happened, you know? <laughs> yes. And in the last minute, I know William Knight went after Alonso, but he barely landed anything, you know? So I, I didn't really score. Listen, four minutes of cage control against barely landing anything, you know? Yep. So I went with the cage control, you Me know? Too. And I know it's it's the most ugly way probably to win a fight, but yep. it scored in this I, round. That's how I thought too. Happened. I felt so, the same way. I, yeah. I mean, it's it's two to one. You know, by the way, William Knight, I said on Twitter, he has muscles who have muscles. You know, I mean, that guy is crazily muscled. Yeah. Um, first round, and even Manifield was winning the first yeah, round. Yeah, they got dropped. William Knight knocked him out and knocked him down, you know. So second round was for for, uh, for Manifield. Third round, yeah, nothing much happened, you know. And many people are thinking that uh, throwing haymakers and that kind of stuff and missing still wins you a fight. No, it doesn't. Well, apparently uh, it did. People, apparently yeah, it did. You know? are people uh, shitting on Manifield because he fought like that. Listen, dude, at least he had four minutes of cage control, you know. Yeah. Uh, the night didn't do shit for four minutes, you know. He just yeah. tried to not get down on the... Uh, <laughs> not get, get That's what I'm saying. Down. So, like, for me, it's like, I think Manifield won most of this fight, except for the last 10 seconds of the first round got dropped, and then the last minute of the third round were... Mm -hmm. And those those two moments were enough to sway the fight for the other guy. That's yeah, kind of but, crazy, which shows a flaw in MMA, the scoring system of the sport. But anyway, I'm not saying it's a it's a robbery because honestly, neither guy really did much. But I was surprised it was unanimous. I will say that I was really surprised no judge uh, gave it to uh, uh, Metafield. Let's be really honest. We're talking too much about this fight. <laughs> judges didn't like Zoe's posture. Yeah, I mean, he didn't he didn't close it out well. You're right. Blue fight night fights like some uneducated, uneducated fans actually think Francis fights while punches no technique. <laughs> the guy's got some power, obviously, but you're right. He's kind of sloppy a little bit. Um, but yeah. it's crazy that you go 50 minutes with that kind of muscle on his body. That's insane. Same with Menafield, honestly. All right, my boy Claudio Puelas Marcel once again, man, gets the job done. Now, like, obviously, it was a tough fight. Gritzmacher is a tough dude, but another knee bar, Marcel. I love this guy, man. I love him. I know his. I know DC was shitting on his takedowns. They were really sloppy, but he's not a D one wrestler. He's a he's a jiu jitsu guy. He has different types of entries, and it actually was effective for the first round. And the third round, Grits made a huge tackle error. And got on, like wanted to play on the ground with him. You want to play in the ground with the guy who's only way you know main path to win is on the ground. That's really dumb. I I thought Paul's looked pretty good in this fight. What do you think? Yeah, man, you know, I'm very, very big on Puelas. I know you wasn't, but uh, you're not just kidding. It's the other way around. You're I really like big on Puelas. I like it. Yeah. Um, I picked him as well in this fight, you know, but you were really con con convinced he was going to yeah. win. Yeah. Um, yeah, great win again. You know, he, he, he I I think even when, if he didn't finish the fight, he would have won the fight. You know, uh, he did look really good. Um, great, great win. And, Sanford MMA, man, I got to give it to them. Since Puelas is there, he's being better every time we see him in the in the case. So uh, I think it's really good for him to be there. Um, has now, I think he has a three-fight or two-fight win streak right now. Yeah. 
yeah, he's looking really good, man, lately. So I'm really looking for what's next for him because he's still very young as well. So, um, yeah. Yeah, he beat Jordan Levin in his last fight. Now he has this one, so it's a solid win. Um, you guys see the picture of Rick staring just as well in the triangle for Paulus. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I did see the picture. It's going around all over Twitter. That's funny. Um, last fight in the card, and we both called this one too, Marcel. This was one of our better cards of calls of the night. Vince Morales. I didn't think he would knock him out. I thought he would probably win decision, but man, that was a nice knockout, Marcel. Well, I think we were the only odds breaker who went Morales. All the others went with Smoker, right? <laughs> hey, I mean, some guys had some good picks. There was a couple of yeah, guys sure. that had, like one guy had Guida, I think, and one guy had Hill. Like it was solid. It was a, it was a tough card to pick. Hey, you know, it wasn't easy. Hey, hey, we finally have a, a, a simultaneous pick, you know, and everybody else doesn't. So we have to call it right now, you know. <laughs> so it's, it's fair enough, enough. Fair enough. And I honestly thought he could have got a bonus. I, I was kind of surprised yeah. he didn't because Smoke has never been knocked out before. Um. Claudio Plus, another example, tough runner up, ended up having more Seth than actual winner. Martin Bravo. Martin Bravo is on the UFC anymore. It's crazy, right? No, he's fighting at Combate. So. Yeah, he's not a bad fighter, honestly. He's not bad, but you know. All right, let's talk about Bellator quickly. Um, unless there's, is there anything else you want to talk about from UFC? You're good. No, not really. I think we covered it. So <laughs> so I actually went away for a few days uh last week with the family, and I had my laptop. I'm sitting there watching this fight with Gorguchi and Pettis. Yeah. I'm like yawning. I'm like, oh, just another decision for for Horiguchi. He's doing what he has to do to win. Bang! Spinning back fist. Unreal. I mean, it's just again, this sport is so good, guys. Like because you can never count anyone out because one punch, one kick, one submission can end the fight anytime. Unbelievable, Marcel. Unbelievable. What do you think yeah, of this knockout, man? Yeah, Come man. Back. I mean, to be really honest, it's really good for Pettis, but. I really don't like it when somebody is really dominating a fight and then he gets knocked out. It kind of felt for me like Jay Rodriguez against a Korean zombie, you know? That's how it felt. Although it was not a fight. That, like fight, that, was really, that fight was close, but you're right. He would have lost the fight if it wasn't yeah. decision. Yeah. He would have lost 4-1, to one, Adam. He only won one round, to be really honest. So, um, I mean, great win for Pettis. But, dude, if this is going to be a rematch in a tournament, I'm still picking Horiguchi to win, to be really honest, man. Yeah. I'll be honest now. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think they they just announced the tournament. It's a it's a decent tournament, but I think they should have did sixteen guys. I don't think they should have did just eight. What do you think? Nah, man, I, I don't really agree with you on that one. Do you know why? Because now it takes you too have long the, to do. No, not that. But now you have the top seven fighting with Horiguchi, who isn't ranked yet, but he's definitely going to be in the top top eight. So you got the top eight fighting in the tournament. You know what I mean? Fair so. Enough. Only the top guys gonna fight each other in that tournament. If you're gonna do one to sixteen, <clears throat> you still have some guys like you're gonna get some. I, I know disrespect, but you're gonna get a guy who is three three to one, to a four to two, you know, and he's gonna fight Magomed Magomedov who is nineteen and two. Maybe but I don't know because I, I don't know about that, Marcel. Because you got guys like Josh Hill are in the tournament. He's, I know, you know I know those are alternates, you know. But I'm yeah. talking. Yeah, that, that's another good one, you know. But sixteen, get yeah. sixteen. The, these guys who are at the top eight, at least. Five of them, I think, can win the tournament. You know what yeah, I mean? That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So, it, anyways, it, I think it's the bracket's fine. I'm just saying, I, I think it, even Coker said they thought about it. They decided on eight, but they thought about it. Featherweight, they did 16, you know? Yeah, I know. And it took for, for ages, you know? And the well, thing is also, COVID did also interrupt that, yeah, to be fair. COVID interrupted it. Yeah. I got to be honest here with you as well, man. If you do a tournament and now you got a fight, you got a, a, a quarterfinals immediately, right? Yeah. Because you got eight. Please do the quarterfinals on one night. You know, yeah, I know yeah, they want to drag you. it. 
they're probably going to drag it out over four. No, I think they're going to do two on one card and then two on the card I, like I two months like later, that. which I hate. I just don't like it either. And this is yeah. another guy, Danny Sabatello. Uh, Cole messaged me because Cole's a big fan of Sabatello, mm -hmm. and he's interviewed him, and he's like, dude, Danny should be in this tournament because Danny's he just beat Brett Johns, who could have been in the tournament too, quite frankly. Yeah. The only thing I don't like is that you're going to see rematches probably in the first round. That's the only thing I'm going to say, Marcel, you know, just the nature of these guys fighting each other. I almost like they probably should have just did this as the first fight of the tournament, but it is what it is. Um, we both picked this guy to win as an underdog, Marcel. Jeremy Kennedy, the Canadian man, both, we both picked him last week, got the job yeah. done, made it look easy, Marcel. Just take down City. Really liked it in that fight. Josh Hill, the Canadian man, another Canadian gets the job done. Knocks out Jared Sky. I love it, man. I love it. You know, we don't have a lot to cheer for these days. So guys in Delta are killing it. Yeah, he looked good. Knocks out Jared Scoggins as an underdog too, which is crazy. He closes as an underdog. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. Johnny Eblen, I mean, we all knew he was going to win the fight against Colin Hawk, but the fight was a joke. Uh, they got they can they find someone decent for this guy to fight? Come on, guys. Like, it's I know Hawk, with, it's the same Hawk with Roma Feraldo and Cody yeah. Law. Give I know, these like, guys, better matchups. Come on. The, the the Cody Law guy is really bothering me now because he's like five fights in, he's still minus 2,000 every fight. Come on, guys. Anyways, um, other fights in the card. Kai Kamaka won his fight, Marcel. He won yeah. his uh, return. Um, Mike Hamill also won Kyle Crocker. And then there was a crazy fight between Spike Carlisle and Dan Moret. I really like yeah. Spike Carlisle to win. I did not expect him to win like this after getting his ass kicked for two rounds, but I like Spike Carlisle a lot. Why did the UFC cut this guy? He's won four straight fights by stoppage since he's been released, Marcel. I think they made a mistake. What do you think? Wasn't there an issue with some uh, comments he made or something? I don't know for sure. But uh, I do think uh, he made some political comments, you're right. Yeah, but, but still, the UFC isn't bothered with any other shit people saying. So why wouldn't it just feels unfair? Like he, he knocks out Elon Cruz, he loses to Billy Q, no no shame, yeah. loses to Bill Alger, who's decent, and then he gets cut. And he said yeah. he's won four straight at different weight classes, too. I like Spike Carlo. That's the UFC's loss. So I mean I, I, I like the guy. I think it was man. yeah, he's good. I like him. Um yeah, so that's when he for I think for Bellator. Alexander Shab Alexander Shabli won. Yeah, Shabli beat Bobby King. We have another yeah. fight here. Levon Shokleli uh defeated Vizicius de Jesus, who's a decent fighter. Mm -hmm. And uh Justin Matavo defeated Jacob Bond. So um I only caught like a couple fights in the main car, I'll be honest with you guys, and the Carlisle finish. What what do you think about Bellator not having an event yet listed for 2022? I mean, that doesn't seem good, right? Like, obviously, they're going to still do it, but I guess they're just going to wait to make a big announcement. Do they have one fight left for, for this? They don't even have 273. No, no. Bro, what the hell, eh? They don't even have 273 at all. That's really weird, eh? Um, that's strange. I assume they had already, like, kind of announced it or, or something, but you go to their website, just says events coming soon. Yeah. What the yeah. hell? It says 56 days, Marcel, to the next event. So that's 56 days? What? That's a long time. That's two months maybe, from now. This maybe, next card, maybe, maybe it's random. I don't know. Maybe it says random. fifty-six days, six hours, and fifty-seven minutes for the next card. That's what it says. Yeah. That's crazy. It's almost two months. Yeah, I like the tournament model. Yeah, I like it too. Something I try to take. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I think PFL. I want to watch it, but I'm not going to pay pay per view. And they're stupid if they think people are going to pay for pay per view or PFL. People don't want to pay the UFC for pay per view. Bellator tanked on pay per view. Why would PFL think this is a good idea? But I'm not surprised because at the end of the day, Marshall, they keep giving you guys a million dollars. Eventually, you're going to have to find different ways to pay them, right? So, yeah, true. Right. His last comment we're going to get out of here for um, update for Doom. Just, I think is he's got some like uh, meat business in, in Brazil right now where he's, he's got that some some business instead. So, I think that's what he's going to do. Marshall, let's plug yourself. Let's get out of here. We'll be back tomorrow, guys, at 5 p.m. Eastern to preview UFC 269. Plug yourself. Let's go. Bit Marcel24 on Twitter and Instagram and uh, MMA DNA on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and 
I don't know what I forgot, but whatever. <laughs> you guys can follow me on Twitter at mmadamartin, podcast, mmadamartin.com, iTunes, Spotify, all those places, guys, you find your podcast. Um, podcast going to 5 p.m. Eastern, moving on from today. So tomorrow, 5 p.m. Eastern. Next week, 5 p.m. Eastern. I start my new job at Bookies full-time next week. Can't wait for that. I'm excited, guys. Obviously, I've got a lot of changes going on, but I'm still with MMA Oddsbreaker. I'm still with my MMA news. Um, so, and I'm still here. So, still doing MMA. Might not be doing it full-time, but that's okay. Doing really well in my life and uh, still got the podcast, Marcel. Have a great day, guys. We'll be back tomorrow. Peace.